What is up, people, and welcome back to the Highline Podcast. Thank you so much for making us part of your day. And it's Premier League is back. This weekend, Premier League is finally back. We had enough of the FA Cup. We, have, we literally have the Carabao Cup on the TV, obviously silenced, on the TV right now we're watching it. And I couldn't care less what happens in the game. We're actually, we're actually just trying to figure out where, where uh, Harvey Elliott's playing. Where everyone is playing. Liverpool are kind of all over the shop. I don't know, is Jota, Jota must be the striker. Uh, it would make sense for Jota to be the striker. But Diaz left, Elliot yeah. right, but Elliot was just hovering on the left there to, to the mm. last, we were, that's why we delayed the podcast. So we're just trying to figure out where the fuck everyone's playing. Joe Gomez is left back. Yeah, he's been filling in there since Simicus got injured. He, he's bad. Uh, Curtis Jones, midfield with McAllister and... Gravenberch. Oh yeah. That has to be Jota striker. But anyway, moving on. Half a Premier League weekend, which is better than most, in fairness. So we're going to start at the top of the table, where Man City have a chance to really stack on the pressure on Liverpool, who don't play this weekend. They have a game in hand, so they're going to get that game in hand back. And with a win away at St. James's Park, they're going to be two points behind Liverpool. Do you think it is a simple game for Man City? Do you think it's a stumbling block? What do you think? I don't think it's a simple game. No game at St. James's Park is a simple game. But with the form Newcastle are in, they don't look like winning a game anytime soon. They yeah. don't like look like being able to hold out a team, a mm. team with as much firepower as City that are scoring as much goals as City at the minute. City look completely re-energised. We touched on that already yeah. since they've come back. De Bruyne is back now. Yeah. That's going to be massive. I don't, I don't see anything other than a City win. I see City dominating really, really staking a claim and making a talking point of the weekend we obviously spoke that only maybe it was during the, the Christmas break City are really looking like they hit a stumbling block which yeah. was the truth yeah no but, they were uh, struggling but, they weren't playing to their normal but like we said it's a league where all the teams that are vying for the title are capable of stumbling blocks we've seen it only recently with Arsenal I think personally the Liverpool stumbling block is coming yeah. Now, could. do you think City are going to go on one of those classic runs? Starting now. I think it could be a bit early for the classic run. That's not saying like City are always capable of going on that crazy run. Yeah. It could well be starting now. It could well be they get another couple of shaky results and it comes in March. You don't know what City. They're they are that just that good. They can turn it on whenever they feel like it. We questioned a couple of months ago whether the want the desire was still there, that I think will make itself more evident come February and March. When is Haaland back? Due back? Haaland is due back. He's training, I think. Yeah. I don't think back. it's this weekend, but it can't be too far away. I'd say yeah. once City's week off, mm. I'd say he should be back for that. And when he comes back and De Bruyne is back, mm. it's so hard to look past them. Past that. No. When we think of the Premier League, we think of three midfielders. Generally, that's the argument. It's Gerard Lampard's goals. When De Bruyne hangs up his boots, is there four? Yeah. So, Definitely, yeah. so you think De Bruyne is in that debate? Yeah. So, so because, obviously, historically, you have to go on the three, you're automatically, am I right in saying that you think De Bruyne would be better than... Vieira, yeah, yeah, Toure, yeah, uh, Roy Keane. Oh, uh, you know what I mean? All those Roy Roy Keane 
different player. I'm not saying they're the same. But do you, do you see where I'm going with this? Because they're obviously not included in the. Oh, oh wow, Fulham Willian just scored. Um, in terms of De Bruyne, it's just one of those. I think when we hopefully have children down the line, we'll look back and we'll say Kevin De Bruyne was outrageous. Mm. The same way that my dad would talk to me about Roy Keane and talk to me about Scholes and talk to me about Gerard Lampard, how amazing they all were. Mm. The things De Bruyne can do with a football are absolutely out of this world. The passes are Passing ridiculous. ridiculous. The shooting with both feet. The shooting is ridiculous. It's like an arrow, his yeah, shots. Yeah. They just fire off the laces and they fly into the corner. Bottom corner, top corner. He's such a good footballer. And you think, we think about like Scholes with all the titles. Lampard with the titles. De Bruyne has... Yeah, he's everything. Is it... He must... Is it five? Five Premier Five or six Premier Leagues, a Champions, a Champions League. Champions League and FA. Or loads of, of FA Carabao Cups. Cups. FA Cups. De Bruyne... Is so so up there. He's so up there, definitely. And he and he has stats to back that. And up I'll ask as well. you the impossible question now: Where is he? Where is he in those four? Mm, ask me at the end of his Premier League career. I think it's too early. Yeah, I'm not going to make any snappy judgments yet. He's been there a while. He won't have to. He be has back. been there a while. He won't have too I, much but longer. That's, like. But that's what I'm. I don't know, Aaron. Like he comes back in the FA Cup and he's just straight back to himself. He's not that old either. He has another two, three years. Imagine what he can do another two or he three does years. Have, he does get a lot of knocks. He does. Like, I, I, it's but rare. he came out in an interview like, himself and he said that he took more time with this hamstring injury and he just he feels completely different and he was the layoff that he needed after such so yeah. much setbacks and still and all these setbacks he has and he's still... I, 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 this comes is what back I, himself. This this might be an unpopular take enough. For, I, I love De Bruyne, but I think if he was in another team other than City, he'd still be as good. That's not the point I'm making. Let me be clear. However, how regularly he is absent would be more impactful because, and it would be more noticeable to other fans. For example, say say Watson City, say he was in the Liverpool team. Liverpool flying high, and next thing gets another knock. And then when he's out, Liverpool would slip down the table because generally City don't I think City, suffer. I think City seriously still miss him. They look look no. at their form this season since he's gone. He was gone the first weekend. And they haven't been themselves. No, no, they're I, third I, in the league. No, they're def, they're, yeah, well, they have a game in hand on everyone pretty much. But it's... I, other seasons, they really... Uh, yeah, I remember coming back. I think, I feel like there's a story... Always as he's coming back, which is most seasons, is, and you, like this is what City are, and you still have De Bruyne to come back, don't forget. This, yeah. is, this is the story. It's, it's almost like, oh, I forgot. Everyone forgets during that period that they even have De Bruyne. No, I, I, I don't know if I forget. I, but you, well, you would. You'd, you'd actually, they're, they're still so good, and the, the thing, what my point is, he would be missed much more at pretty much every other club in the world. Which would in turn mean him being so consistently out injured with knocks. It could become a frustration. It would point. be a frustration. It's like almost like not to the same extent. Don't think I'm thinking the same extent. But like when United got Varane back for a run and he's gone again, or what you know what I mean. Rather than De Bruyne having multiple injuries a season, it's generally one decent long one. Yeah, 
No, I get the point you're making. I get you know the what point I mean? you're making. But Whereas it kind of goes under the road. Like, I, I always go back on schools, Lampard, Gerrard. They were available. They were, like, Gerrard was Liverpool's midfield. Lampard was Chelsea's goals with Drogba. Scholes was United's midfield. It didn't matter who was beside him. It was Scholes was the first name. The only time I can remember him even for a big game that he couldn't play, he was suspended. I think it was Champions League final. But that's that's the only thing I'd put on De Bruyne. He is absent a lot. <clears throat> but look, you think City are winning the weekend? Yeah. Don't give Newcastle anything. Who do they have, who do they have back? Newcastle. They just aren't. They look completely shattered to me. They just don't yeah, look. Yeah, I know. Themselves. They're try- I can see because just obviously we're in the January transfer. No, they're coming off the buzz of the, they're also the Sunderland game Solanke. there at the weekend. I've seen their link Did to you Solanke. See that? Yeah. If I was Solanke, I wouldn't make that move yet. I'd wait to see if Callum Wilson has moved on or. But even Isaac, like he's. I know. He's there too. It's a strange one. He obviously. Eddie Howe obviously wants two strikers. Yeah. And Callum Wilson is probably coming to the end of his Newcastle career, <laughs> mm-hmm. which. I think a lot of Premier League clubs should be on alert for. Mm-hmm. I think he'd be brilliant for a lot of teams in the league. Um, if I was Solanke, I'd probably wait it out until summer and see, because I think other teams will come in for him. And he could be the number one man at a different team. Uh, maybe even a higher profile team could come in looking for him. Do you think Liverpool will be nervous losing Trent and Salah? Massive. It's so massive. Mm especially with how good a road of form they're on at the minute and how they're winning games, the way they're winning games, how good Trent has been, how good Salah has been. It's funny, the massive debate we had and now two of them are, God, now the two no of them are gone. So now we're going to see just how big of an impact. So we're, gonna, yeah. we're going to see how much of an impact these two players actually have on Liverpool. The only thing I would say is it, they only have two Premier League games in January. Yeah. No, they've... The timing of it is... Is okay. Is okay. I believe it's... It's not going to be enough to completely derail their no, season. Never. But they could lose momentum. That's what I'd be fearful of if I was a Liverpool I fan. think their first Premier League game is Bournemouth away. And their next is Chelsea at home. Okay. Both... Like, I would... Both I would, could be anything. Uh, yeah, I would say the Bournemouth away game is trickier. With Possibly. how Bournemouth are playing right now. Well, the way Chelsea are playing is... For bo- exactly, eesh. both. So, I don't know. It's... I actually think... Because of the fixtures, because I had lack of game time, I think they will get through this one. Could be wrong. I think they'll get through those two games. Obviously, just watching them here now, I don't know, did you see the goal? But my God, Van Dyke was all over the place. So he he has to be here for those two games for them to get anything out of. He's just so important. For me, it's just a massive, there's just a massive question over that forward line and whether they can deliver while Salah's gone. I mean, like, Salah could be out of group stages and he's back in no time. Yeah. You know, these He could only miss one game. He could only miss one game. He could miss or he could be out until the middle of February. You don't know what these international tournaments, anything can happen. But Liverpool's forward line, I'm looking at, at it out there now. Jada will score goals. Salah creates a lot of them goals for Jada. Diaz scored a great goal against Arsenal at the weekend. Is he consistently enough consistently good enough in front of goal? I think the jury's out on that one. Yeah. Harvey Elliott, I've liked Harvey Elliott this season. I think he's been good off the bench. Nor he's not ready yet to fill Salah's boots. Mm. Will he ever be? God knows. Yeah, I know. I just don't see 
and then in midfield, there's who not you, a lot of who goals. You, who are you saying about filling Salah's boots? No, I'm like I'm talking about like you're never going to fill Salah's boots. So no. I'm talking about when it comes to Salah leaving, which will happen. Harvey Elliott could be the player. You don't know. He's Harvey, you, there's not, hold on now. There's not a chance that a coach like Klopp is even dreaming of allowing Harvey Elliott to be the answer to Salah leaving. Why not? Well, for starters, he's a midfielder. And for seconds, he's bad. He's not bad. He is bad. He's that's, not a, bad. that's a bad take. It's not a bad take. I don't. He's think been, he, he's been he's, their most impactful player off the bench this he season. He has. He has got some really good goals off the bench this season. I watch him. I don't but think he's very it's good. It's not just goals here. He has actually come on and changed games. I, I think he's performed really well in this last few weeks. So he's bad. Is that what you're I saying? I don't rate him. Yeah, I don't think he's, I don't think he's sustainably very good. Like, just because he's had a good last two months doesn't change my opinion. He's a very young player, Aaron. Yeah. When you start ruling out players that are only 20, 21 about, years... I don't think he's good enough to play right side Liverpool's attack. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Over-exaggerated with Yes. Him. But I don't think he's good enough. He could be. You don't know that. He's young. I think so. He's got time to develop still. But I'm allowed judge. It's like You're me. allowed judge. I'm, al- I'm allowed predict. It's like you saying... Oh, yeah, don't. but you're not predicting. You're, you're talking like it's a fact here. I don't think he's... I'm I, predicting that Harvey Elliott... Do you predict Harvey Elliott, right? Do you think, if you were to make a prediction, do you think he'll, he's, he'll, will become good enough to be Salah, to be right side of Liverpool attack? Salah will leave, they will replace him with somebody and Harvey Elliott will still be there and he could potentially replace the person that replaces Salah, if that makes sense. I'm thinking way down the line here. Harvey Elliott's an incredibly young player who's yeah, already doing really well at a club that high up. He is. He clearly has the character. He's able to take that pressure. He's obviously got quality. So why can't I, Harvey I Elliott, I just by the time him. he hits 28, play right wing for Liverpool? Why can't he? No, I just don't, I don't think he's good enough. Fair enough. Don't think I don't think he'll reach the heights. Okay. I suppose I'll come back to you in seven years. Yeah, we'll, we'll, still, we'll still be here, I'm sure. Doing <laughs> I'm sure same, we will. Doing the same thing. Manchester United at Old Trafford. First game of the Premier League this season against Tottenham. Premier League this year, you mean? This year. Um, I mean... Pff- what what is that going to be? I think Spurs should lick their lips and yeah. think we can really. I mean, Spurs win with Arsenal off this weekend. Spurs win and they're in the top four, and Arsenal are fifth. That's incentive enough That's for Spurs. Insane. That's incentive enough for Spurs to go and put on a performance, and I think they will. Old United at Old Trafford haven't been good this year. No. Now the last game at Old Trafford was the Villa win. Mm-hmm. So I mean. Another, United, another are so, point. United are just so unpredictable. You don't know what you're going to get from them. I think with that back line the way it is at the minute, like, could you imagine Timo Werner up against Johnny Evans? Yeah, and like, Werner's there. Werner will have a point to prove. Yeah. I, I Even Richarlison's amongst the goals again. They don't have Son. Could they miss Son? Up their yeah. leadership, the way he presses, leads Who the press. Who will be the captain? I presume it'll be Romero. Yeah, because obviously... Son is their captain Their vice is James Madison Both are not available mm. Yeah I think it'll be Romero I think it's Romero and Madison Are joint vice captains So okay, well then. He'll be captain Van de Ven is back So that's a big plus for them Is Sean Maguire On the way back available? Uh, Ten Hag said after the Wigan game That he hopes Shaw will be back And Maguire could be back So I mean Shaw being back is a big plus Is it enough to swing the tide? I don't think so Could you have predicted Two, three weeks ago That Spurs coming to Old Trafford with a win they'd go above Arsenal and Arsenal would be outside the top four Arsenal um, in, in, from a Spurs perspective 
I've been impressed with Spurs. I've actually heaped a lot of praise on them from yeah. an Arsenal perspective. I would not have expected that because I like I I was really talking up Arsenal for a while. For those who didn't listen, Arsenal played Liverpool quite recently mm. at Anfield in the Premier League. Not the not the FA Cup tie. This is the Premier League. And I think I well I said I think you agreed that I felt if Arsenal went to Anfield at that point and got all three points, I said, I think they'll have the title. I agree with you. I said, I think I they'd have the enough. Same. And for, that wasn't, that was not long no, ago. No, that's the beginning of December. That was the, that is. No, it's not actually. That's 20, three weeks ago. That's the 22nd of December. That couldn't be. Well, before Christmas, you could be right. Was that a it Christmas was, show? It was, I was, it was. That was, was that the, the Christmas, Christmas show? That was, no, because I was watching it. I was watching it in the pub. Good man. And I had a Christmas jumper on. Good man. That's how I remember that. So, that is two weeks ago, right? That I said, Arsenal, with a win, in my opinion. Had it's crazy how quick And they could be out of the top four this weekend. Yeah. It's, it's how tight the league has been, but it's also how poor the last couple of weeks have been for Arsenal. Shows the amount of games in that period. Yeah. You know? Arsenal need... A centre forward in January. I don't think they can let January go by without getting. Why are they not in for Solanke? That's the question. Why? I think Ivan Tony's the number one. I don't think they're going to get joy out of Ivan Tony. I saw him do an interview with Sky Sports. So did I. And he was talking about repaying Brentford and respecting Brentford yeah. and so thankful for what they've done for him during this period. Mm, I'd say he'll stay for Doesn't them. sound like he's going anywhere. Mm. And if they let oh, if they let January go by, I think they're going to really regret it. Because I think if they get a striker, they can be up there again. A really, really important game at the bottom. Yeah. Burnley against Luton. Both teams we've said, looking in our half-season review, we've said, look, it's looking like they're they're down. Results dependent. Luton couldn't find themselves out of the bottom three with a win. Yeah. Which would be huge for them. Huge. And I think if any team was going to get the win I'd be confident in them it'd be Luton mm. based on how they've played and I think they have the grit to go away from home in a game as big as that they have the experience they've played big games in the Premier League before whereas Burnley can't afford to lose home games if you're going to stay up in this league you need to win your That's home games one, especially one against teams that are down there with you one thing I was going to say I've been very impressed with Luton I actually have I, I think they're not strong away from home. No. But, but Turf Moor hasn't been a tough place. Absolutely to not. And Turf Moor is... It's like Burnley aren't going. It's like Burnley have not got going yet. They're, like you said, they're not... They're both, we, I think we all agree that those three squads yeah. in the bottom three... We've are, made that point as well. There's a distinction with the Premier League. So, I don't know. I just... Hmm. I'm going to keep it from my picks, but... It's last chance saloon now for both of them. I think it really is. Mm, I don't know if it's last chance saloon for Luton. I don't. If, I think if they lose at Burnley, oh yeah, I know it's not good. But yeah, it's not good. Burnley can't lose their home games. Just can't do it. If you want to stay up, Chelsea, Fulham, very very close London derby. They're beside each other, really, basically local rivals, but they're not as much rivals. 
closer to each other in the table than Chelsea would like. Yeah. Especially in the last while. Chelsea coming off a bad loss to Middlesbrough again in the Carabao Cup. They're 1-0 down in the first leg of their semi-final. I mean, they could win a final there, Chelsea. If they're, if they're, have, if Chelsea they're thinking the, hats on. Chelsea like, play the cards right and they actually put the, the focus on. Hmm. They can easily find themselves in a Carabao Cup final. And in a final, anything can happen. Fulham obviously beating Liverpool here in front of us at Anfield. Whether it stays that way now, we don't know. But do you think the game midweek will affect Fulham? It could. Uh, like I'm looking out at that Fulham team now and they're playing players that would typically would start. start. The only thing is Chelsea obviously did play. Chelsea played players yes, that they would start. Yeah, well. that's yeah. So the two of them are going for it. Chelsea, oh, the confidence has got to be low. The belief has got to be low. And Fulham were very impressive against Arsenal when I watched them, yeah. when they beat them. Yeah. I think Jimenez being back is huge for them. They had missed him because they had gone through a bit of a rocky patch when Jimenez was suspended. Yeah. And then he came back and they beat Arsenal. They looked a completely different team. I think he gives them belief that they can go up and score goals without him. Yeah. I don't think they have that confidence in the players up front. But Jimenez gives them a lot of belief. And Marco Silva is a good coach. He's a very For good those coach. big He's games, he gets coach. them up. They get results against the odd result against these sort of teams. Chelsea can't really call them that sort of team at the minute. Oh. Anyone can get a result against Chelsea. Yeah. But in the league, Chelsea are off the back of two wins. They are. No, they absolutely are. So, which is rare for them. Who's at home in that game again? Chelsea are. Chelsea are at home. Mm. Do, like it's, an, a tough, I, it's a tough... It's a tough... Like, Fulham go 1-0 up and Stamford Bridge gets very, very eerie and annoyed. Yeah. Like, anything I, I, anything can happen in that game. I read an article in the Telegraph today and it was basically just surmising that Pochettino was under no pressure. He's... Not been judged at all in terms of results like most managers at Chelsea have been in the past, like Potter was under this regime. And that Pochettino will be given time. I remember hearing that when Potter was in charge, so I'd take that with a pinch of salt. I know, but Pochettino has a different... Po- I suppose Pochettino has that, has the backing that he's done it at clubs before. He has taken clubs and built them and brought them and made them good. So he has that... Whereas Potter didn't. Yeah. Pochettino is used to playing in teams that require, or that is a highly pressurised environment. PSG comes to mind. Mm. Didn't exactly do amazingly there. Didn't do amazingly. So, I mean, this, the signs for Chelsea aren't great. Where, where? Do, like, where, people talk about Ten, like, and I know you can't really describe Ten, or compare Ten Hag and Pochettino Ten Hag's been there longer. Pochettino hasn't had as much time. He's had players come in the door. He doesn't know some of the players coming in the door. He doesn't know when they're coming in. They come in and he goes, oh, we signed another one. Prime contrast to Ten Hag, who picks yes. the players to come in. But when I look at Chelsea, and for all the slack Ten Hag gets over lack of playing style, I don't know what Chelsea are at half the time. No. There's players playing in different positions. There's a different back four every week. There's a different midfield three every week. And there's a different front three every week. Palmer's in the 10. He's right wing. Jackson's left wing or he's striker. Baroja starts some games. And Kunku is injured every second week. Is he, yeah. Uh... Fernandez doesn't start anymore. Gallagher is the only... Mainstay. Mainstay in that team. The back four baffles me. It's different, literally, every week. It's bad. Colwell centre half. He's left back. Dezazi is centre back. He's right back. Badia Shield starts some weeks. He's not even on the bench other weeks. 
Thiago Silva plays most weeks, but he's 39. Like, come on. Yeah. I don't know what's going on in that team. I don't know if Pochettino, if it's the amount of players that are there, that's why Pochettino's struggling to get a, something across. I don't know. Yeah. Because it's not like him. The one thing I can say about Pochettino is even when he was at PSG, I was looking at him and I was going, well, at least I see some see sort of similarities to how Spurs, Spurs played. I can see a pattern. I can see the midfielders coming deep and taking it off centre halves. I can see Mbappe is running in behind. I can see Neymar's coming short. I can actually see something's going on. The only thing is, right, you, you just just the handful of players that you've named there. Mbappe's coming, running in behind Neymar. I know, the difference short. in quality My is absolutely My God, staggering. you're looking at Mudrick and Broha. <laughs> like, that's horrific. I like, I like Broha, actually. Who, who you can put in on either. Jackson put in they're all the same they're all as bad they're all as unproven as each other I know so I know. I, they're, there's no pro- evidence that any of them are any good yeah Pochettino finds himself in a tough spot it's a really tough one it's, it's, it's I always think and I used to always think taking the Chelsea job is a free hit yeah. because it's a job where it's a short term job you're not it's not a huge commitment it's not like a huge part of, of a manager's life or career you have a good chance of winning something. Yeah. You always had a good chance of winning something going to Chelsea. And if you were sacked, it wasn't the a end stain of the against it, your no, name. It didn't ever... Um, you never thought badly of a manager sacked. Graham Potter, his reputation took a real hit. Mm. But like you look at the likes of Tuchel there. Like, sacked straight away, Bayern Munich job. Yeah. Ancelotti, sacked. Yeah. Real Madrid job. You know, these it's, managers... It's not a problem. No. Mourinho United job you yeah. can go on like so I feel now Vilas Boas yeah what a, I actually thought he was the next everyone thought he was the next Jose but anyway just because he was Portuguese I know and he had the hair but anyway I think different I think this job isn't that attractive anymore no it's not it's, I, I think you're ludicrous if you go to Chelsea these days even as a player I think you're ludicrous yeah it's yeah, it's it's not. I don't know what to, I don't know where they go. I really don't know how they get better. I don't know how they get out of this. I remember you making the point on this podcast. Must be like it's we're talking two months ago here mm. at least about players that aren't performing and then trying to move them on. This is the thing because they're on huge contracts. I know it's now banned that you can't it's do that anymore. Just, but you, you, that's yeah. that's why I fear for Chelsea. Like usually, you sign these players on three, four year deals. It's not the end of the world if you have to move them on. Transfers don't work out, but it's just the fact that they're on such high wages, such big transfer fees over such long contracts. Yeah, it just doesn't look like it's going to be an easy job to actually move out these players that don't work. I think they're doomed. I said that to you. Yeah, I think they're absolutely doomed. I think Boldy will run that club into the ground. They're in they're in one of the worst situations. Forget the pitch for the second. They're in one of the worst situations organizationally of any club in the Premier League. Yeah. The Super Sunday begins at Goodison with a really really hard game to call, which is Everton against Aston Villa. I That's think really a tasty good. game. It, it, two teams I've really liked this season, especially of course Villa, but both have slipped. Of a touch in, in the last while Villa dropping a bit with a draw and a loss there I was only thinking about it today that ever since that like four day p- window where they beat 
City and then they beat Arsenal at home. Mm. That was almost like their peak. Yeah. It was yeah. like it couldn't get any it. better yeah. than this. They had dominated City at home. Yeah. They had beaten Arsenal at home. Not the same level of dominance, but they were they were worthy of their victory, like. Yeah. And it just seemed I'm looking at it now and I'm like, maybe that is the peak. Maybe that's as good as it gets. It's gonna get. I'm not sure Emery will want that or Emery mightn't even allow that to happen. Yeah. It just, their away form, I've said that a couple of times as well, isn't as good. They tend to not play as, be as dominant away from home, mm. which I think could benefit Everton who are themselves in a bad run of form at the minute. So, I think that's a very tough game to call. Very, very tough game to call. A, um, a win for Villa is huge, massive. I think if you can go to Goodison Park and win, that's a statement for any team. So, but if Everton can go and beat Villa, they're waving at the bottom three. Yeah, they so, are. So, big, big implications for whoever wins that game. I always feel... I've seen... Oh, sorry, sorry to interrupt, but I've seen somewhere that Zaha is linked to Villa. Could you imagine? Mm. I always found the Galatasaray move strange. Strange. Very weird. Like he he was begging Crystal Palace to let him go for so obviously to go to United for whatever a year he never played, but he he was begging Palace to let him go for so long. I thought when he was finally let go, I thought it would be to someone a bit more in the limelight than Galatasaray. I'm not saying Galatasaray are small or not saying that. Like I know he wanted European football, but I thought he could have went to it, still stayed in the Prem at a team with maybe Think of a bit of ambition, like Newcastle, could have went in for him. And yet they just got Gordon. Villa, like I think the Villa move is actually a good it's move. Really for good him. move, yeah. When I look at the wingers there, yeah, like I earmarked um, Daniel Malin before. I think Zaha could actually be really good option there as well. I remember Ali Watkins was off the flank as well. Mm. Doesn't mean that Zaha can't come in if Watkins like Zaha can score goals. Without well, doubt, he can create goals. goals. He can dribble. Mm-hmm. He's Good. He's yes. only moved to Galatasaray though Will they let I don't, him come I back I think a lot of players in Galatasaray And I've seen some of the, They want to get rid of Ziyech as well I don't think a lot of players have settled in there okay. Since they've moved I think it'd be a huge signer for For Villa I think that would I think it would cement them up there Because I, 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 like I said I don't know if Villa I do think that. I, th- I think we both agree that they need another option I think they need another option They can't be relying on those No Because their, their backups are not there It's Duran Young player. That's their backup. He's young. He shows a bit of fight, but he hasn't shown any quality since mm. since I've watched him anyway. Barr, I think he scored an absolute belter in the first month. I think that's it. For people that don't know, on our build-up show, which is the one that it releases every Friday, I do picks. Basically three picks. Picks of the week. And I pick three teams that are kind of good value, good odds, that I think will win. I'm at about 75%. I skimmed through it today. I'll have the exact numbers since the start, since we started doing this, what I'm actually at. I'm at about a 75% win rate, right? So this week is a bit harder because normally, of course, I have 10 to pick from. But I have five. But I'm still going to pick three that I like. You'll know I normally back Burnley. And not back like I don't I don't back them every week at all now, but I most I, weeks. I don't. And sometimes it well, 
No, I don't. Most times it. I wouldn't be at seventy five percent if I backed them every week. Most times it backfires. I would say that the twenty five percent you don't have are Burnley. Probably, Burnley have let me down more. I just, I'm, I'm giving up. I am very, very close to giving up. I think they're in last chance saloon, at home to Luton. I really, really do. But I'm going to give it to them. This is the last time, and I'm picking Burnley to beat Luton at home. Okay. This is it. If 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 Burnley don't do me justice, I can assure you I'm never picking them again. I hope Luton win now just for my sanity. I'm just I I, I I'm sick of it. So well, I'm sick of it as well. <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna go Burnley. I actually like Burnley going into the season, but you're backing for them has nearly made me just want I them just, to I'm, lose. I'm, it's like I'm waiting for them to do what we saw in the championship. Yeah. They broke records. Like this, I know, and I agree, when you look at the squad, it, it doesn't match Premier League. But if, I just thought company could get them believing and believing the way they play and the way they played in the championship. This, but they haven't. They, they really they really haven't. They're, like you you consistently said, they're too easy to get at, yeah. which they are. So they just, they need to shore up. My next one. Uh, there, there's two I'm actually quite in between. And there's one I'm certain of. I think I'm going to go Fulham away at Chelsea. I was in between Everton there as well, but I'm I'm going to go with Fulham away from away at Chelsea. I think that can definitely happen. I think if I didn't see Middlesbrough midweek, I wouldn't go for this game because I said, look, Chelsea. Good feeling off the back of two wins. That, and that's won quite the, rare. They won in the FA Cup as well. And so they're actually, they were on the back of three. three wins. And I was like, okay, do you know what? There could be some good feeling building. But they just went and destroyed all that momentum in midweek. And again, Fulham just going in a halftime here. They're beating Liverpool at Anfield. Fulham have been really, really good re- recently. I like them a lot. So... I'm gonna I'm gonna say Fulham nick it. You could if to be safer, you could lay Chelsea. So betting on them to not win, so a draw, you're good to go. But I'm gonna go for Fulham here. And my final one is I have Spurs taking three points away at Old Trafford. I I I think I look at that United team, the spaces that it provides people. I think with how aggressive Spurs are gonna be, and I know it actually doesn't really matter who's on the pitch for them. They're going to be just as aggressive anyway. Do you so, not think with a front three of Rashford, Garnacho can get in behind that high line with Bruno pinging balls over the top? I think. I think. The, I think the odd time they can get in behind. I don't think they'll finish. I don't think they'll finish. Rashford has two goals. Two goals, and he wasn't. Ra- Garnacho has two goals. Yeah. Hoyland has one goal. Hoyland missed chance after chance in the FA Cup. Chance after chance. Rashford looked horrendous. Garnacho was good. Garnacho was really good in the right. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think they can get in behind. I don't think they'll score Manny. I damn think Spurs will get in behind. Yeah, I was just playing devil's advocate there. I think Spurs will win that game. Yeah, like, I damn think Spurs will get in behind. And the I way, think the way win. they play, the way they move the ball so quick, they're going to freeze. I can just United. imagine 
the United midfield yeah. and the United defence at sixes and sevens looking around because the way they played the man mark and they'll yeah. get dragged in yeah, and they'll yeah, get yeah. dragged out. There's going to be traps Poro all over the pitch. and Udogi will pull in and Rashford and Garnacho won't know, know where to, to look. Bruno will be running around like a the only chicken. The, the, would you believe I would be hanging my hat on Kabi Menu to try and sort that midfield out? Oh, best what? of luck to him. And I am a huge admirer of Kabi Menu, but I think... Too steep a task. Yeah, on his own especially. If he had Casemiro in there beside him, I'd probably say... They could get, could be solid could, enough. They could settle it. They could stall a few counters, a few transitions. But no, genuinely, I look at that Spurs team and the way they play. I just think they'll absolutely bamboozle. I mean, United. you're going to be looking at what Dallow at left back. Shaw mightn't be back. You're going to be looking at Johnny Evans. Or could be against Werner's or debut. Who's going to have a point to prove? I just headaches everywhere. Like, and they that Postecoglou is going to tell. He's he's clever. Pasta Cogley is going to tell those boys to shoot whenever they can. Yeah. Pepper Onana. Pepper Onana. Remember this, this could be embarrassing because they've begged him to stay back. Any mistake at the weekend is going to be highlighted. Yeah. And anytime a spotlight has been near him, it hasn't looked good for him. He's melted. He's melted. I, I think, <clears throat> I think it could be another embarrassing one for United. I think pressure could mount on Ten Hag again. Few, and I think, win, win by a few goals. Uh, yeah, I think, I think both teams will score. But I, I'm, I think a 3-4-1 Really? Yeah I do I think Spurs A good few goals in for Spurs I think they'll go into the top four They'll get ahead of Arsenal I think they'll really set up A nice top four race And If they're not already shut out Would ultimately shut United Out of the race In terms of the other games then How do you see Newcastle and City going? I see a City win I see a City win I see a dominated win I think De Bruyne back I think they're going to play With a smile on their face I think they're, I think they're in good shape I'm leaning with the other game, the, the start of Super Sunday. I'm actually leaning towards Everton. I am a little bit as well. I'm leaning towards Everton a and little it's, bit. It's with the Villa drop that I've noticed recently. Mm. Don't get me wrong, Everton have dropped through. They're off the back of three Premier League losses. I think New Year, go to another bounce, and I think they'll I think they'll at least hold out for a point. Yeah. That's 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 I go my, for a draw in that game though, so I would. That's kind of my running order of the weekend. Um, but yeah just uh, just for context I'm going to go Luton win mm. in the first game I'm going to go Fulham win agree with you and a City game or City win yeah a draw in Everton yeah. Villa and a Spurs comprehensive win over Man United at Old Trafford to seal the deal this weekend thank you so much for watching guys not even watching we don't even film it yet that is coming soon yes. we do promise Big things thanks, coming this yeah, year. Yeah, honestly, we have plans. But thanks for listening, guys, and see you in the next one.